and trying to recover his lost children. God will behold the blood of Jesus and his urgent. He's telling the angels, are you seeing anybody crying for mercy? Locate them for me. Bring them back, bring them back, bring them back. The time is short, bring them back. And that's why God is raising giants and armies like you to go to the new country of the earth and look for the wounded men, wounded boys, wounded girls, wounded sons and daughters lost in the world and tell them, brother, God is still expecting you back home. Sister, God is still expecting you back home. What the devil did is his worst. After his worst, your brand new life just began. Pastor Dilly Bamboy is the founder and head pastor of High Flyers Christian Center, Portacourt, Nigeria, a successful banker for several years before yielding the call of God to full-time ministry in 1994. He served meritoriously as a full-time pastor for over two decades under the able leadership of his father in the Lord, Bishop David Oyedepo, a man hardly and highly revered by his contemporaries for his apostolic and pastoral grace. He shares the word of God with great passion in a down-to-earth relationship manner with attendant proofs and testimonies. Pastor Dele Bamboy is the director of High Flyers Bible Institute, which has churned out several hundreds of students. He holds a master's degree in Christian counseling and a doctor of ministry from the Trion Biblical University in North Bend, Washington, USA. He is married to his namesake, Dilly Bamboy, an award-winning gospel artist, and they are blessed with three wonderful children. Ladies and gentlemen, with open heaven celebration and welcome, shall we receive God's gift to the nations for the first time in ICGC Open Heavens Temple, the senior pastor of High Flyers Christian Church, Dr. Dele Bamboy. We are glad to host you, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'd like to appreciate God for the great privilege to be here. I've been receiving accepting invitations. I must confess, I've never stayed in one church for more than one night and a morning. This is the second church that I'm staying up to three meetings like this. The first one is in, hallelujah. The first one was with my friend in uh, California, and because he forced me, and I had no choice because I was far from home. Well, here yeah, I had a choice to run away, but I could even trek to Nigeria. But something just held me down. Hallelujah. And I want to. I want to appreciate him for his kindred heart, his kindred spirit. <laughs> Accepting me the way we are. I was privileged to be with Pastor uh, Dr. Mensah Utabil this afternoon. <laughs> Hallelujah. Such a great, marvelous man of God. This is a great church. As I enter tonight, let me share this with you. As I enter tonight, sitting down, just asking the Lord, take over from here. 
something snapped in my spirit. And I know when God wants to whisper something to me. So I quickly picked paper and pen. And this is what I wrote. I've shared it with your pastor. So wrote it here fresh, not that I brought it from home. He said, this is the best hour for the church of Jesus. Your increase is highly prophetic, flowing with what God is saying about the church this end time. There will be a sporadic spread of creative anointing that the giants in all sphere of life will begin to emerge from the church. No more will the church depend on the world for resources. Rather, wealth will change hands. God will handpick his sons and daughters who are inclined to follow his signals. The church will buy off the money men in the world. And it cast my mind to the example of Jacob and his father-in-law. He said the wisdom of God, inspirations, innovations, creative instinct will cause the spirited sons and daughters of God to bring forth products that will daze the world and force them to sell off what they have. So this is no time to let your heart fail you. Don't get upset because of negative happenings. Your light is in the right season to shine. Your light is in the right season to shine. For that word to come right here means God is already hand-picking people. May you be one of them. So this program is just not a celebration of 11 years anniversary. He's trying, God is trying to tell you this is the 11th hour visitation. An 11th hour visitation means things are about to get worse for the world system. The signals are heavy. But in this same season, God is raising some people, his sons and daughters, that will emerge as a single light that will turn the dark world inside out. Please lift up your two hands. Heavenly Father, I'm asking you to help us. Help us to flow with the signals of heaven. Help us to incline our thoughts and our hearts into the plan and the schedule you have for this age. Behold your people yearning to hear, yearning to connect, yearning to link up, yearning to be the instrument and the vessels to be used to change the climate of our world. Release the released forces of heaven. Release the angelic host of heaven. Release the power of your Holy Spirit and empower them. Equip them. Straighten them out. Connect them. Align them. Help them to see you the way you are. Help them to hear you the way you speak. And give them spiritual understanding on the step to take in order not to be left out in this move of your glory. I decree and I declare and every one of you under the sound of my voice tonight, your place will not be found empty. Amen. 
your light will not be shrouded in darkness. The help of God will saturate every department of your life. Whatever looks like confusion to you today will give way to supernatural direction. Your heart will bubble with hope. Your spirit will awake with faith. And your body will move in direction of God's power. Suddenly, what you thought you could not do, you begin to do them. The things you thought you do not know, it will begin to get clearer to you. The places you never thought you would reach this year, God is connecting your feet in that direction. God is bringing strange help in your direction. He's connecting you to men and women, young and old, that matters to your destiny. God is repositioning you in order to align you to his calendar for your life in this year of increase. From home and abroad, your name will be mentioned where it matters to you. He said the gift of a man, the skill of a man, makes room for him and takes him before great men. I lose you into your domain of greatness. 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 You won't go where help will not be found. You will not be found among the people that will not help you to go up. Receive access. Access. Access tonight. Access to the places, to the people in high places. Access. I decree the door of 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 access. No longer shall you be intimidated with the circumstances around you. No longer shall you be pummeled with the negativities around you. But the Lord will surround you with the power, the magnetic force of his light that makes you unkillable, unstoppable, unharassable, unintimidatable. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. The cloud of glory is moving. Please move with the cloud. Move with the cloud. In the name of Jesus Christ. The cloud of glory is moving. Move with the cloud. Move with the cloud. Let your spirit arise and your strength be renewed. Come, let us move on together as we follow where he leads. New height we attain. Let us move with the cloud. Brothers, move with the cloud. Let us move with the cloud. My sisters, move with the cloud. Empentan Bredoskia, Mahura Aketeke Bados, Iniglumon to Gumakushke, Bria Sakatali Kapopa Kotegedosia, O Rampinante Kesise, Eklondo Hompa, Ekleushke Lahakati Galo, or Rumiligibri Dosike, Massa Sanse, Ilimbra Anke Kepo Picate Kato, Kushke, Egea Kasha, Akanati Kesigelabonam Hasokote, and Imrias of Tampra dear, the force of separation. The force of separation, the force of separation is released into the atmosphere. I am singling out my jewels. I'm singling out my jewels and I will spear them like a man spirit his own son that serveth him. 
I am separating the sheep from the goat. I am separating the sheep from the sheep. I am putting my name upon their name. I am setting them as an emblem to my world to change the color of the earth where they dwell. This is your season. This is your time. Move with the cloud. Can we put our hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Something is happening tonight, people of God. May everyone partake of his portion. Please take your seat. We started um, yesterday on unlocking your prophetic increases. And we said what God said is a mandate. God does not play with words. And this is the age when prophecies are getting fulfilled with such sporadic speed that it's only God who can, who can do it. Now, but can two work together except they be agreed? Thank God for Dr. Francis, Francis Miles. I stumbled with, to him in uh, Poracot at Lomeridian Hotel. I was invited for the place where he was dishing out some heavy dosage. Uh, please get set. If you have heard anything from me, he's just trying to... The, the icing of the cake is about to come. Amen. The man of God is loaded. God has people. God has prepared vessels. I honor you, sir. And I respect the hand of God on your life. Thank you for being a blessing. I didn't know I was going to meet him here. That time, he didn't greet me personally, but today he greeted me personally. <laughs> Praise God. Okay. Can two walk together except they be agreed? In other words, if you have respect for God as the source of your life, then it, 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 it is apparent and it is important that you just make a choice that to walk with God is better than getting confused among men. Like I said, there is no world leader, no leader of any nation that knows what they are doing now. Everybody is confused. Satan has confused all of them. There's a case against the UK Prime Minister now. Whether they will remove him or not, he doesn't know. Hallelujah. Our leaders are just punching error buttons. Error buttons. Satan is on rampage. He's messing up with the creation. But this is the best time for the church. It's no time to get scared. It's time to prepare your light. Because it's going to blaze some radiating power energy that will force the world to bow to the wisdom of God at work inside you. That's why the foundation has to be properly laid. And it begins with your thoughts. It's not enough to be born again in your spirit, but for your mind to align with what the spirit of God is saying to your spirit. Because a house divided against itself cannot stand. God desires you to be positioned where it matters not only to your life but to his kingdom. But he can't force it on you. So we need to get ourselves prepared and take personal responsibility. And stop shifting blames. And stop looking for how we carry your problems. Because nobody was designed to do that. Praise God. Nobody. 
No human being was designed to carry your problem. Everybody has his fair share. And to alleviate your challenges, understand that you are a child of God. Not only that, embrace all the demands on your life in order to make you and fashion you to a glorious entity that become enviable to other men. Did you hear me say that? Yes, it takes personal responsibility. No man can ease you for you. If you feel like going to the toilet, I can't, no matter how much I love you, I can't do it for you. You have to find the place of ease by yourself. Let's take, God does not empower children. He empowers sons. Unto us a child was born, but unto us a son was given. And then the government shall be upon the shoulder of the child. No, upon the shoulder of the son. The government, that is to say, the landmark for decision making. The one who is divinely authorized to put things in place and subject the devil and ridicule him out of existence. God is looking for sons, not children. May I shock you to say, God is not looking for members. He's looking for followers. Huh? When Jesus was speaking people, he didn't say, follow me, I need members. He said, follow me and I will make you come to the factory where destinies are molded. God is not looking for church members. He's looking for followers. So translate your membership to followership. You're on your way to discipleship and then apostleship. So there are apostles over churches and there are apostles in marketplaces. May you be found in either of the two. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Members are helpless. Followers are mantle carriers. Abraham, you have spent 75 years of your life in becoming nothing. Now, walk with me. In other words, follow me. And I'll make you. And he did. And what he says to one, he says to all, if you be Abraham's children, then do Abraham's works so that you can enjoy the facility that's been hanging in the air and nobody seems to know that it is there. I made up my mind. The years I've spent as an unbeliever, Satan will pay for it through his nose. I'll tell you. And he's paying. He's paying every day. I hate Satan. He corrupted me. You know, I told you some stories yesterday. I'll complete it today. Glory to God. So there's a need for total alignment with God so that you will not be at the wrong side of the prophecy. And we say, what should we do? Number one, align your thoughts. Think right. And you follow the thought where we went yesterday. And today I now say, I want to help us to know what do you do to think right. Everybody has the facility for thinking. But what we use our own for is what determines where you are now and possibly where you will be tomorrow. But it's a brand new year. So there must be a brand new approach so that you will not end up as a reproach. Don't let one month be like last month. 
The prophetic word says the path of the justified is as a shining light. It shines more and more, not less and less. Now, that has no respect for circumstances. God's word has no respect for circumstances. So that the climate is not in your favor does not mean you can't shine brighter because you are not a climatic animal. You are an entity from God made to have dominion over the earth. You are made to have dominion over the earth. So you are not made to structurally adjust yourself to circumstances. You are made to scripturally adjust yourself to overcome circumstances. So that your path will keep shining no matter the oddities around you. Did you hear me say that? I worked in a bank for about 10 years and every year I got promoted. When I came into ministry, many of us came in within around the same time, between February and November. We were many. So we were all together to be entry of the same year. And one of them came and told me, said, yes, I, I spied and I saw the list of some the list of the, 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 the pastors according to the Akeda. He said, you are number 27. He now says, so, you have 26 people above you. When will it ever be your turn to see the top? I looked at him. I said, you are engaging in a miserable exercise because I didn't come here to mark time. I didn't come here to mark time. There's the register of men. There's the register of God. And God didn't line me up under any man. He lined me up according to his program destiny for my life. All I need to know is where he wants me to put my leg. If I put it there, I'm in front. I'm not second to any because I'm an original product. Did you hear me say that? I'm not a carbon copy. Yes, every organization has its list, but heaven has its own. I'm aligning with heaven's program, not, not the organization. Organization for convenience sake, the position people, where to sit down. But I know I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. Are you getting my point? So if, for instance, if I'm made to sit at the last seat at the back, and it's my turn to preach, I can come from there and come here, and then discharge anointing the kind you have never seen before. Because it is not in a chair, it's in a chair. Not in a chair. It's in a chair. My chair is not according to whether you like me or not. It's according to his predetermined counsel. For whom he did for no, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his only begotten son. Not, not organizational arrangement. Conformed to the image of his only begotten son. No, I, I like to scatter things so. Praise God. And true to what I said, it happened in less than two years. Just privileged to go and do one assignment somewhere, never done it before. When I was told, I was shedding tears. And I asked the Lord, if you are the one who ordered my leader to send me, then whatever you put inside him, make it work for me. And it worked. By the time I returned from that exercise, I didn't sit behind anymore. Before I knew it, we, we all gathered. And I went to sit with my friends. And they sent for me. Sit there. From that time till I left, no meeting in that organization, whether international or local, that I sit behind. 
till I left. Stop marking time. There's no other copy. There's no other person like you. You are in God's original plan. Program your thoughts in line with his plan. People may call you stupid, but if you don't know your name, you will behave like a stupid man. Hello? So what people call me doesn't disturb me. What disturbs me is me not knowing what God is saying to me. And the moment I know what God is saying to me, nobody can stop me. No matter what you carry. I might say something here. Align your thoughts. So, how do you think right? Don't leave your mind or your thoughts on the idol. Any car that is gear, is it gear or gear? Whichever one. That is in the neutral, is going nowhere. Call it automatic, electric, or diesel or petrol engine. Put it in the neutral. It's going nowhere. Now, even automatic cars don't change their gear by themselves. The owner must be responsible enough to put it in D. When he now gets to drive, it now enters the automatic of changing the speed. But it is your responsibility to move it from N to D. Too many people have left their mind in the idol. So anything the devil put there takes their thoughts for that day. And the devil can use anything, including your wife or your husband or your children or your boss in the office or the taxi driver or your house help. Any, for any medium that Satan can get to just bring a disruption to your thought line so it can distort your image for that day and mess up God's arrangement for you. For, and the moment it takes one day, out of five working days, you are already failing exam. If it takes one day, he has captured three. And some of you, only one statement is enough to send you on two weeks on errand. <laughs> A journey of no return. Did you hear what he said? What an insult. Me? Hey, yeah. It's not their fault. If not that, if not that, is it not me who came here? Everybody is making progress, making money. His mind is traveling backwards. Stop putting your thoughts on the idol. Satan is very smart. When he finds a field that is not cultured, he goes there to settle with demonic forces and begin to meander your eyes where to look. And your thoughts can be bombarded through your five senses. The sense of smell, hearing, touch, sight, what again? Feeling. It sends you some poisonous information. And the moment it enters into, you see, there is no action that's not a product of your predominant thoughts. No action that is 
not a product of your predominant thoughts. If you keep thinking it, you will keep giving it shape. If you give it shape, you are about to act on it. And God can use you to be one of his best if you are easily moved in your thoughts about things. Hallelujah. I know how my thoughts punished me for years. Only for me to discover later that it was just waste of time. Because my height didn't change. You know some horrible things I did. Our staple food in my secondary school is, was beans in the boarding school. Say, so, but they bought sacks and sacks of beans, kept it in the store. So every morning we eat beans. Every evening, beans. Fine, it's no problem. But now, it's full of weevils. And they were still cooking it like that. So when they serve you beans, you see many black, black abdomens <laughs> hanging around. And if you mistakenly press one with your teeth, you hear chimp. <laughs> and every press here, chimp, chimp, chimp. Until one day, one of the seniors just took courage, said, ah, ah, why? They won't kill us. We don't want. He took his plate and splashed the beans on the wall of the dining. Many also took, and like I told you, I was a bad boy. I like it. So I stood on the dining table. It's not only my own plate. I was picking everybody else's plate. And splashing beans on people, slashing beans everywhere. Then we started fighting. We no go agree. Hey, we no go agree. We no go agree. We no go. So we cut leaves, cut stems, march to the master's headmaster. Incidentally, he also graduated from that school. I went to a village school, a community school. It was founded in 1952. That man graduated from that school went to University of Ibadan, finished his educational course, came back as an employee, a teacher, then became a senior teacher, then he became the master, the house master. So he has his house in the premises. So we carried the bowls of beans and went to his house. We decorated his wall <laughs> and his door. When this man came out, it was beans that greeted his face. Sure. Now, but this man is tall and lanky. Broad-chested. When he stands like that, he will have to look like this. People like me look like this to see his face. <laughs> so when he came out, the stick in my hand, I rushed towards him. And I jumped because I wanted to choke his head. With his. So I had to jump. We know the grief. He, he looked down at me. The way he looked at me, I felt bad. He just looked down and shook his head. He made a statement that disturbed me. He said, if you know what is good for you, you of all people, 
Uh, uh, we are many here. <laughs> Why me? He didn't say more than that. But like before, once words enter, it provokes a thought. So I move aside. <laughs> Me again. What? So I started thinking, maybe it's the beans he ate that made him tall. Wow. He gave me the key. I left them fighting. I went back to the kitchen and ordered for the base. I specifically said, put more views. <laughs> this is where I punish myself because of negative use of the man. It wasn't good. First time I ate, I vomited. Yet I must eat this because that's what made that man talk. He didn't say so. But my thought. So I now put sugar and add Gary and put water. Every month I would go to the wall in my room. No change. No change at all. Became miserable. Then one day, you know, Sunday, they, they, they were already service started. And like I told you, I don't go for service. Don't go for Sunday worship. I'd rather jump the fence and go into the bush and sit down there. Be playing with stone. Or be pursuing rats. But as I was preparing to jump, I had song. I love music. My, my, my heart just drew to this song. The choir, the person singing it was singing it so well. I said, wow. So without brushing my teeth or taking my bath, I put on my white because you have to wear white to get. White trousers, white shirt. As I was going, I was talking in so that they won't finish the song before I got there. So I went to the back and sat at the back. I was rocking on the chair, enjoying the song. Then the song finished, but I don't know what happened to me. I didn't stand up. I sat there. They introduced this elderly man from Baptist Church who came and stood with glasses on top of his nose. How many of you? Please join me as I read the scripture, the Holy Scripture. In Matthew chapter... How many of you have been taking thoughts about your life has been able to increase it by one cubit. I said, ha. Why? Why is it that everywhere I go is me they are talking about? Why? I started to cry. I was crying aloud. The chapel prefect came, dragged me out. Drop me in one classroom, then lock the door. After the service, this man now say, who was that boy? So they brought me to him. And they brought me to him. He said, my son, what's your problem? I look at him and say, sir, I'm not your son. If I'm your son and they reported me to you, wouldn't you send for me instead of telling everybody? 
He said, I'm reading the Bible. I say it's a lie. It's not in the Bible. He said, how do you know? I say it's not there. How can God be talking about somebody to the whole, to whole people? Even those who don't know me now have known me. He picked me up, put me on his lap, wiped my face. That touched me. I said, my son, let me tell you something. Why do you bother yourself about what you don't have? When there's so much package inside you that can be a blessing to the world around you. I said, sir, say yes. Package inside me, blessing to everywhere. How? Okay, what is it? He said, I don't know. I said, then so you are confusing me. You are saying I'm packing for something now. Tell me what you say you don't know. He picked his Bible. He gave it to me. That's the first Bible I ever owned. He said, if you will read this book, the one who made you says something about you in this book. I said, I don't know him. He said, when you read it, you will find him. It didn't lead me to Christ. But he created a hunger. A different kind of hunger. And I began to, start to read the Bible. I just read. And I read. Keep searching. Till I graduated from school. That was in Form 4. After Form 5, my egg left school. And then I got admission to the university. It was in my 100 level that I gave my life to Christ. Wow. Hallelujah. And then attend the fellowship. And come and hear them. Making the Bible come alive. All the stories I've read that I thought it was just story were now making meaning to me. The Holy Ghost took over. That's how I'm here today. I began to work on my thoughts. I began to focus on what God is saying. And I discovered I was actually packaged for so many things. Not to waste your time telling you stories of my life. But this boy represented the school in 100 meters. And I had a gold medal. <laughs> 200 meters gold medal. I am the last leg of the relay of our school. Last leg. The shortest among the runners, yet the fastest. <laughs> so it is not a matter of height. It's a matter of speed. There's speed inside this system. <laughs> Praise God. The first time I went to line up when they were trying to pick who will represent the school. So I went there. And the coach looked at me and said, who are you? I said, I'm, I'm here. He said, since when? <laughs> They've never seen me around sport when they are doing exercise. I don't go there. So he said, okay, there's no harm in trying. And when they lined us up, I see the line going like that. And <laughs> until it got to my turn. And then I saw the others doing like this. So me too, I joined them. <laughs> Anything they do, I do. Then I, onto your marks, I watch them. Set. I close my eyes, clench my teeth. Pooh! Until they were calling me, Daily, stop! <laughs> I have reached the line, I was still running. 
now say, how did you do it? Because uh, your leg, we couldn't even see your leg. Toop, 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 toop. I lose the reality of destiny for you. Everything God packaged in you will show for this month. This is your year of release. It is your year of supernatural increases. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Whatever has held you down, overshadowed the integrity of scripture over your life. I break you free tonight in the name of Jesus. That was it. They didn't leave me alone again. Every other thing, they will send for me. Every other thing, they will send for me. And before I knew it, I became a star. So that man was saying the truth. Some things were packaged inside here. No man thought I could. Then they were calling for people for long jump. I just said, let me try. <laughs> so I went and be watching them. This whiteboard, put your leg and fear. Whiteboard, put one leg, fear. I said, that's cheap. So I went, joined them. When it was my turn, I went back far, far. So they said, come near. And I said, mm, I'm going to start running from there. Because now I know where my strength is. Speed. So I opened one eye. So I can see the board. As soon as I saw the board, they shouted, yeah! Because I landed far and I landed on my back. <laughs> it was painful. It was the only jump I jumped, but it was the best. Nobody beats it. I joined the volleyball team. <laughs> you see, you are laughing. Because, you see, it is the unlikely things that God uses to confound the wise. Yes. And everything that God will use you for is an unlikely area. If you align your thought with his thought, you will be uniquely discovered. Somebody's destiny is opening up now. You see, ability to practically interpret the scriptures is what makes real Christians. It's not in the memorization. It's in the interpretation. That's why I said any revelation that has no life application is mind delusion. It's not of God. God won't tell you something you can't use. Of what reason is he telling you if it's not applicable? To make you who God wants you to be and take you to where God wants you to be. Hallelujah. I have my bronze medal in volleyball. I was the most dangerous member of the team. Why? I won't jump to spike any ball. That's not my life is division of labor. In fact, the coach didn't want to admit me. He took me to the net, and now my head was at par with the lower base of the net. He said, so if you are going to spike the ball, you have to jump about two times your height. And that's not necessary. Go somewhere else. I said, what's your problem? Let me be practicing with them. Because I discovered two sides to the game. You can spike or you can bend and pick falling balls and I'm closer to the ground. 
That's not a problem. It's an asset. I'm trying to work on the way you are using your mind. Stop using it against yourself. Everybody may limit you. Don't limit yourself. Think right. Don't leave your mind in the idol. Two sides to the game. Nobody told me that. I saw it. That when the, when the opposing side spike a ball into your side, you don't jump to, to stop it. You bend and then raise it up. And those who can spike, we throw it back. So I decided to specialize in that one. So when we are doing practice, I stand and then ready to dive. Sure. And I leave it. If you like, let it fall. <laughs> I've done my own part. I raise it up. Sure. I move away. I became a danger to every opposition. Because except I didn't see the ball, it won't touch the ground. On my own side, except I didn't see. If I see, it won't touch the ground. I had bruises for diving and rolling on the floor. But except I didn't see the ball, everything has specialty. Please locate your side. Don't allow circumstance to intimidate you. You are not packaged for nothing. You are not useless. You are packaged for something. Locate your that thing and excel in it until you become a center of attraction. You are getting there this year. I say you are getting there this year. I say you are getting there this year. There is nobody that is disabled in this world. You are only differently able. It is you who will tell them where your own ability is. Have you heard the story of uh, Vicky Vujisif? The man without hand and leg? That guy is a multi-millionaire in dollars. Multi. Any meeting he conducts is always jam full. When he comes to teach, they put him on a table. That guy has a custom-made car. He drives himself. No leg. No hand. Now, you have the two legs. Powerful. Two hands. Powerful. And you say, oh God, what is wrong with my life? God says, you are the one who is wrong with your life. <laughs> How do you think right? Don't leave your mind in the angle, in the idol. Engage it. And get it on specifics so that you can checkmate the negative happenings around your life. You can only checkmate the negative happenings if you engage your, 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 your thoughts in line with the word from God. And God will never tell you bad things about yourself. He won't show you a picture of what the blood has wiped away. No. He would rather challenge you to locate yourself and identify with destiny's plan. Your thoughts cannot be separated from your actions. So watch out. The things you do are calculated issues of what you have thought about. Engage. Remove negative happenings around your life, your finances, that there is no money in your pocket does not mean you are poor. You can't be a seed sower. Now so many of you have given covenant seeds. Don't kill that seed, sir. It's as potent as any potent thing. 
to turn your finances around and turn you to an overnight billionaire. If only you can align your thoughts with this thought. You have sown a seed. The devil can bring a particular challenge that you are now wondering, ah, if I didn't sow that seed, I would have had money to handle this. That's Satan tempting you. Don't fall to that trap. Seeds don't die. Not when it is in the hand of the Most High God. Seeds don't die. God does not eat seeds. He multiplies it back. But the multiplication may be coming your way and your thought will refuse it. Because it is coming in shrouded in a challenge. Wrapped up in a problem. And yet, that is the gateway that God is saying, I'm sending you the signal to open the channel for that seed you have sown. And it will end you up in multi-million dollars. But it looks like a problem. And he said, I don't have money. Oh. I don't have money. So one man of God came from Nigeria and made all of us to just give like that. You just killed the seed. It's not the man of God from Nigeria who collected your money. Oh. The truth is I didn't even see what you dropped. But God saw it. But align your thoughts with his own. Because he's programming you for a supernatural turnaround. The kind you have never experienced since you were born. God does not use people. He arranges circumstances to help decorate their life. If they will align with his thoughts. Receive grace. I say receive grace. So casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity, into subjection, every thoughts to the obedience of Christ. I talk to myself often. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. You can't stop the thought from coming, but you can stop it from settling down with you. Now, you don't destroy a negative thought with a positive thought. No. Everything you call a thought was a signal information through divergent avenues. So, create another avenue to send another signal. Talk it. You destroy a thought with a positive talk. And when you say something, you hear it. When you hear it, it enters your thought to cancel the one that the enemy brought there. And as often as it comes, as often as you cast it down, cast it down by speaking something the word of God said about you. Hallelujah. He said, let the weak say what? I am strong. Mind the word of God. Let the weak say, I am strong. He didn't say, let the weak say, I am not weak. Physically speaking, you are weak. But God does not deny the facts. He only declares the truth. So scriptures don't say you should deny the fact. Only lay emphasis on what will change the fact. And the truth is the only force that changes facts. So what's wrong with your eyes? Nothing is wrong with my eyes. Something is wrong with your eyes. My eye, it is well with my eyes. Say it. You have used it to exchange the thoughts the enemy wants to plant in your mind. It is well with my finances. It is well with my marriage. It is well with my child. It is well with my place of work. It is well with my money. It is well with my organization. 
every time you say that, something sparked in your system and begin to react against casting down imaginations and everything that exalts itself. It is exalted it's against the knowledge of God. Now bring that thought into captivity. Subdue it by registering the word that Jesus said. And you know something? You are made by the word. And so your system has affiliation to the world. Every time you open up to the world, something sparkles in your system. Did you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. When you put a fish on top of the ground, there's a struggle going on there. But let the fish find water. You will see acrobat. Kushia. Shia. The speed at which it will, it will move will shock you. So the word of God is your water. He cleanses us by the washing of the water, by the word. So, eat the word and declare it. Say it without fear or favor. Praise God. Hmm. We are in Syria alone. And plenty of money in the pocket. Plenty of money in the account. I was going out on an assignment and my wife said, Honey, on your way back, please branch to buy a bag of rice. Because we usually buy one bag and then be organizing it till it's finished. <laughs> he said, because the bag of rice in the store is empty, it's finished. I said, honey, the bag of rice so, can never be empty. We never lack in this house. My wife said, I know you are talking faith, but me, I'm talking reality. <laughs> if you want to eat this afternoon, make sure. <laughs> I said, Hallelujah! Rice can never finish in this house. She went to the store and broke the sack and turned it upside down. He said, can you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, honey, who will help you pack all this rice you are pouring on the floor? She said, and walk away. But God had me. Say, God had me. I was driving towards my appointment and someone on the other side of the road said, Pastor, pastor, wait, wait. So I parked. And then he came and reversed his car and said, Please open your boot. What was it? He was bringing a bag of rice. At quarter to 8 a.m. I said, Is it not too early for things like this? I said, How come you choose early in the morning? He said, You don't know what you did to me today. I said, me? He said, yes. He said, 15 minutes ago, I was supposed to be on a journey. I was packing my bag, and I had in my heart, take a bag of rice to my son's house. So I said, okay. In my mind, I said, okay. When I come back from my journey, I'll take it there. And so I continued. And then the word came again. He said, take a bag. Now! He said, the now hit his chest as if somebody hit him with hammer. He said, what he was holding his hand fell. He ran from the room straight to the store and carried the bag by himself, 50 kg. The wife said, what's wrong with you? He said, I'm coming. I'm coming, I can't explain. And we met on the road. I said, what time? It coincided with the time I was telling my wife. Rice cannot finish. Rice cannot finish. The one who supplies my need according to his riches in glory. I am more conscious of him than the empty bag you are showing me. Can you see how thoughts play? 
bringing your thoughts into subjection. It is a daily game, sir. The devil that tempted Jesus didn't come in the physical. He came in his thoughts. And he combated that force with the written word. It is written. Thus said the Lord. The Lord, the word of God says. Hallelujah. This is your year. I said this is your year. Never leave your mind in the idol. Don't allow negative thoughts to cage your destiny. Thinking wrongly is driving your life in the wrong direction. And most times, things are not as bad as you are made to think. Things are not what? As bad. Satan influences your thoughts in the negative so, so as to make everything look impossible, look unfortunate with you. He paints bad pictures. All you need is to change the picture with a scripture. And that thought will die because you have declared what you think is right. And God always back up his word. The one moment you declare it, you are about to reclaim it. You are getting there. How often? As often as it comes, it's as often as you declare. As often. As often. There are times I wake up in the night and begin to harass the devil with words. Harass the devil with words. I'm a child of the Most High God. I cannot be limited by circumstances. Greater is he that is inside of me than he that is in the world. Sometimes my wife asks me, when you are talking like that, it's like you are fighting somebody. I say, yes, sir. I'm fighting. He said, we wrestle. Not with, principality, not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers. You can't see them, but it's plaguing my mind. They're harassing my thoughts. There are too many of you, who are, you are too shy to even talk the word of God. You are, why, why are you so shy? You are there when somebody says, yay, we, we are dead. He says, yay, blood, oh, mercy. And you keep quiet. You will partake. You will partake. Satan goes about distributing evil in the air. And you don't open your mouth and cancel it. You partake. It's a war of words. It's a war of words. So get loaded with words. Let it be in your spirit. Because when the enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of the world will raise a standard. No gray area for you. And you do it consistently until the devil knows you are no longer a partner. Just like he left Jesus for a season, he will also leave you for a season. Praise God. I said praise God. Receive understanding. He said, my son, attend to my words. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. Incline your ears to my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the middle of your heart. Can you see? The lesson there, from verse 20 to 22, my son, attend to my words. How do I attend to his words? Number one, incline your ears. So, hear more from God than you hear from men. Hear more from God than you hear from CNN. Hear more from God than you hear from your radio stations. Hear, hear, hear more, especially early in the morning. By the grace of God, opportunity is made better by, 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 by all the 
internet gadgets. You have, you have e-Bible, apps. I sleep with the scriptures in my ears. Put my earphone and then the scripture in my Bible has about 15 scriptural references. Different translations. My iPad has about 28 translations. My iPad has audio books. Close to 300. I don't need to carry no luggage. Every, this is my luggage. This is what I spend money for. Renew my audio app. So if my eyes are tired of reading, I plug it and it will be reading the book to me. Praise God. One man of God was talking. He said, I finished the whole Bible in one month. I was shocked. So when he finished preaching, I went and met him. That was Pastor Matthew Ashimola. I said, how did you manage to finish Genesis to Revelation? He said, audio Bible. <laughs> he said, you do think I sit down and be reading? I said, that one. I said, no, it's impossible. <laughs> he said, audio Bible. I carry it to the toilet. As I sit down, I don't leave my mind to be wondering about. I focus on what he's saying. At that level, he's still organizing his thoughts. And you thought you are already... He said, when I'm taking my bath, that's all I'm hearing. When I enter my car, that's all my... When I'm lying down, not to disturb my wife, I put my ears. I mean, people are using opportunity that God has created, that internet or whatever, I mean, IT has created, to fashion and gather their life for so, so that when they are talking, they talk sense. They, they, they ooze out wisdom. The things they say makes a lot... One sentence... We occupy you for one week to interpret one word they have said. It's not a gift. It's not a gift. Don't say they because they are gifted. It's not a gift. It's a determination. It's, a, it's taking responsibility for your life. The devil won't use your mind for marketplace. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said Satan will not sell market in your mind. I don't have time for thinking bad things. I don't have time. And you never hear me tell my wife bad report. Something negative happened. And then she will tell me, say, ah, honey, did you hear? I say, yes. I knew about it two days ago. And you didn't tell me. I say, is it a testimony? <laughs> it's not a testimony. You will hear news of somebody who died. You will lose sleep now. And then you'll be rolling from one side of the bed to the other. Won't you sleep? Say, hmm. You know, the devil is a bad devil. Is that my job? <laughs> Who doesn't know he's bad? To me, for me to be thinking the devil is a bad devil, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. Waste of valuable resource that can use to construct something that will taste the world and move me to a new level when others are surprised that I can do such a thing. Did you follow what I'm saying? I'm not a distributor of bad reports. I'm not. If it's testimony, I will repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it until I'm so convinced that the testimony can be repeated in the life of those who hear it. I like testimonies. At home and abroad, if I hear it and it is scriptural, I will, I will enlarge it. I will say it often. In fact, there are some testimonies I've shared. If you're a member of my church, you will say, oh, won't you change that one, say another one. <laughs> Praise God. I prefer that than to be telling you who, the person who died in an accident, the person who stole somebody's money, the building that collapsed and killed 20 people. 
And then when you want to open your door, you are careful. <laughs> and when the door don't go, you say, ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, why are you remember? Don't bank. Be, be closing quietly because your mind is going to, don't let the building collapse. Thoughts, thoughts are dangerous vessels in the hand of the devil. Did you follow what I'm saying? I read one book. Forever, I will never read any book on demonology again. Never. That lady was describing how demon was something. I couldn't sleep. Trying it. <laughs> he said they moved by the wind. And that night, when one wind blew, and blew, and blew my cotton, I stood up, blood of Jesus. <laughs> blood of Jesus. Every demon in the air, cut out. Incline your ears to what I am saying. Don't let them depart from your eyes. So use your eyes as a vessel to send information into your thoughts. Use your eyes. Use your ears. Direct them to flow in line with what I'm saying. Then keep them in your heart. For as you think in your heart, so you will become tomorrow. Why? This thing packaged together are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. If I testify that I've not been sick in 30 years, that's my secret. Life. Sin. Honey, I hope you're alright. Very alright. Because you see, sneezing can shut up. I mean, to sneeze is natural. Don't interpret it. Don't interpret it. One time I, I went for a function in the Federal Palace Hotel and they put some manner of things and I made sure I ate all. <laughs> that means to say I touched everything they put there. Put this, put, that one, put, 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 put. Everything, small, small bits. And then by the night, war started in my stomach. <laughs> and there was war in heaven. This time there was war in my belly. War. The next thing was toilet. This thing I'm saying lasted four days. I kept declaring. I took talazo. It won't stop. If I drink water, I must visit toilet. They say it's food poison. But everything I was taking won't stop it. One day in the night, I had to walk up and rush out of the bed. In the process of rushing out of the bed, I hit my wife's leg. So she woke up. I, I didn't remember to close the toilet door. As I bent down, Pwah! she came to the door and said, honey, don't kill yourself. I said, what is your problem? He said, is your stool not making noise? I said, is that a problem with stool making noise? It's written in the Bible. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It's written. It is written. Make a joyful noise. And if my stool decides to make a joyful noise, is that a problem? God honored it. That was the last time I visited the toilet. 
God does not joke with words. It is we that don't lay emphasis where it belongs. I release you into the atmosphere of helps. He said, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy through the laying on of hands. Don't neglect. If you neglect, you will regret. Don't neglect. Don't say you are too busy for the word. Carry it in your handbag if you are a lady. Put, put your phone. You know, all of this Facebook you face, and then they are showing you horrible things there. Face your book. And then the world will face you. Hallelujah. Feed your mind with right stuffs from the word of God. Learn to meditate on scriptures. He said meditate on these things. Give yourself completely to them. Not partially, completely. When I was working in the bank, I wasn't a pastor. I wasn't even the deacon in church when they were calling me pastor. Because anytime they are talking, I will inject God into the statement. And the one day, the manager says, say, 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 if you are going pastor, go and be a pastor. We are not talking about God here. We are talking about banking. We are saying God. I say, there is nothing that exists without him. You can't shut my mouth. If you have an opinion, I also have an opinion. And everybody has a right to his opinion. If you have a right to say your, your opinion, don't I have a right to say my opinion? You may not accept it. That's not my business. But I have a right to say my opinion. So you can't shut my mouth. Economy is bad. But when, when God put a man who has scriptural sense, the economy will be good. He said, no, no, no. We are not talking God here. We're not talking church here. Everywhere is church. Where two or three are gathered in his name. I am one. So join me. So we can bring God here. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's what it means. It is the power of God unto salvation to them who believe. So every time I stand with the gospel, I'm invoking the power of God. Invoking the power of God. That is, real. That is how to live well in the marketplace. Stop joining them to talk jargon. There's nothing in what they are saying except to release demons into the atmosphere. So, so cancel and counteract it without respect of persons and without being unnecessarily hard and stupid and make harsh words. You say it politely. Hallelujah, Jesus is Lord. Amen. <laughs> when I was in the bank, I always forget myself. I was to teach some new intakes into the bank, some of our, the things we do in our department. As soon as I entered, I said, praise the Lord. They started laughing. I said, oh, sorry. But praise the Lord. Is it the devil we should be praising? They said, this is not church. I said, so should I say praise the devil? They all started laughing. I said, good. So praise the Lord. He said, hallelujah. I said, good. So let's start our lesson. <laughs> Amen. I'm fully identified with God. That's why I am aiming to be one of his gold. One of his jewels. You won't miss your place. Number two, as I round up. You can't fight, fight a negative thought with thoughts. You need to hear what right to think, what right thing to think, so that you can think right. Say what you want, not what you think. Be proactive. Say what you want, not what you think. And if what you are thinking is not what you want, change it. Or else it will chain you. Be proactive. 
If you want to conquer any situation, let your action be in line with what God is saying. So finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And finally, keep the right relationship. Oh, so important. Protect your, the integrity of your destiny. Keep the right. Don't let friends insult or assault your destiny in the name of playing. I told you the other day, a member of the church who I believe lost me so much, he just said, ah, sir, you have done well today. Are you going down? I said, no. He said, I mean you are going down. And he was pointing down. I said, no, I don't go down. I don't allow you to insult my destiny. I'm packaged for something. And I'm protecting my, it is my responsibility to protect it. I protect my children from, from insulting friends. One day one of them say, you know, your daughter talks too much. Let, let her be quiet. I, I said, my, my daughter talks a lot of sense in the too much talk. If you listen to her well, she doesn't talk nonsense. So you can learn from any little child. Don't insult my children. You don't like it? Shift. <laughs> Shift. My child was not born for your sake. Praise God. The dress you are wearing is, does not fit you. How do you know? Am I wearing it on your body? <laughs> I like it. If you don't like it, shift. Don't insult my destiny. Thank God for my wife who taught me how to match colors. Before, I can wear yellow shoe. Because I like the shoe, and I like this other top, and I like that other trouser. I combine all. If you don't like it, shift. <laughs> Please like yourself. I said love yourself. And protect yourself. Keep relationship with those who can fertilize your thoughts with the kind of result that you are looking for. The moment they are not helping you, I'm lent. I don't hate people. I don't bear grudges. But everybody's not my friend. You are not saying what will help me go to where I'm going. You can't be a partner in progress. So I'll use style. I'll just excuse myself from that group of talk. If I see what you are saying is not making sense, I just say, excuse me, can I use the restroom? I'm really not pressed, but I want to rest. And so I'm going to the restroom. And the restroom may not be toilet. It may be away from your company. That's my restroom. Just before I came here, two days before, one pastor came to my office and said, you know, the way... The way this situation, this pandemic is affecting ministry, I stood up. And when your host stand up from the chair, as a visitor, respect yourself. <laughs> so I went to the door and I was uh, just shifting my leg. I said, you see, 
there was something I wanted to do actually. It's because you came. And I felt I just, just uh, so I'm sure you are not traveling now. Uh-huh. So we, we will see another time. So I was going to the door. I said, oh, yeah, now. He said, I was just, just trying to explain. that. yeah, yeah, we'll continue from there. That person will never sit in my office again. Once they say she's coming, I will come and meet you at the reception. The day you come is the day I'm going out. And as soon as I see you, I go back to my office. Protect my heart. Look at this, this great, great way of, of, of management of thoughts. I love, I love these examples. Correct management of thoughts. As I round up. Zacchaeus. Remember that Luke chapter 19 verses 1 to 6. He was a man of little stature. And he wanted desperately to see Jesus. And the crowd around Jesus were so many. He didn't allow his height and the multitude of men that seems to, you know, infinitesimize his stature and make him feel bad, just like I was doing to myself before. He went to look for a position of advantage. His thought led him there. And said, all these tall, tall, tall people will not allow me to see Jesus. I know what to do to be taller than all of them. And he went and climbed a sycamore tree. And he climbed and sat in a vantage position. That as Jesus was coming, I'm sure maybe he was doing his hand just to catch attention or do his leg. And Jesus looked up. He saw him. And you know he knows all things. He saw through his heart. What made you do that? Needs my attention. Zacchaeus, come down. Most of the thousands of people around Jesus couldn't even have a handshake. Jesus went to this single man's house because his thought organized the way of escape. Did. Another example, the woman with the issue of blood who said in her heart, the things you say in your heart is a product of the colossal thoughts in your mind. If I can touch, she was smelling. People were pushing her away. She was in pains. But her thoughts gave her the energy she required to move and create space for herself. Don't let your thought cage you. She created space and Jesus honored her faith and she got her healing. I might say something to us. You see, the Bible is full of stories that are supposed to be examples to help us set our, ourselves up for a visitation and God this with people as individuals, not as congregations. We all gather as a congregation, but see, the blessing doesn't come as a congregation blessing. It comes to individuals. It comes to individuals whose hearts are prepared to be a vessel of, of blessing. Hallelujah. Remember this woman, this Canaanite woman, Matthew chapter 15, verse 22 to 28. She had a demonized daughter. And was looking for deliverance. And then Jesus Christ was doing his crusade. And he went to Jesus. Please heal my child. Have mercy on my child. And Jesus looked at her and said, no. What I carry is for children. Not for dogs. If it's a Ghanaian or a Nigerian. 
You call me dog? Me dog? It's not your fault. It's because Jesus, God has anointed you and put microphone in your hand. So you can be insulting anybody you like. Anybody who insult me, God go punish him. Anybody. And then you will go with your problem. But the woman said, Jesus, Jesus, well done. I didn't even know I'm a dog, but now that you have said it, every dog in our own house eats the crumbs that falls from the master's table. The crumb is enough. I don't need the whole bread. Give the bread to the children. As the children are eating the bread, something will fall down. Let my child connect to the crumb. Jesus said, wow. What a thought. What a conclusion made from the thought that produced an action that provoked faith. Faith is simple action produced by the depth of thought that marries his mind with that of the word of God. That's simple faith. Let your thought marry with the word of God. Unite with scripture. Never allow your thought to go against scripture. Bring it back. Connect to scripture. No matter what the circumstance, no matter what the situation, no matter what they are saying, connect it back to scripture. You will emerge the winner. Because the word of God never returns void. We said that one on the first day. It came down from heaven as a revelation. Your thought picks it and roam around it and rub your heart with it. When an insult comes from the devil, throw it at him. And then you emerge as victory. This is your season. This is your year. Champions are coming out of here. I said great men and women are coming out of here. Nothing will intimidate you anymore. Evil forces will not intimidate you anymore. Can you put your right hand on your mind and declare tonight by the blood of Jesus, I cast down every negative thought in any department of my life. I cast you down. I cast you down. I cast you down. Every negative thought, every imagination from hell that wants to intimidate my destiny, I cast you down down by the blood of Jesus I release myself from the cage of the enemy my thoughts will not hold my destiny to ransom tonight is my night of liberty by the blood of Jesus I receive my freedom and I receive access to the word of life. I receive access to inspiration from God's word I receive access to insight and revelation blessed be the name of the Lord Thank you, precious Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Maybe you are here tonight, you are not yet born again. We can't afford to close this meeting without giving you the opportunity. You want your life in Christ Jesus? You see, this battle is not done in the flesh. It's not a product of just the willpower. No, it is included, but it is not all. It is not just a determination. It is an enabling.